Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of The things that happened in Exodus. But Genesis is, is, is actually not part of the law. The law is what came through Moses in Exodus. Are you, are you following me? So, Titan is nowhere an issue of law. It was there before even the law came. Just like certain issues of the Bible that were there before the law started or the law of Moses came. And continued even after the law of Moses. For example, the issue of sin, fornication. Is it Moses that came to talk about fornication? Oh, hello, is it, is it Moses? No, 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 no. In the days of Noah, God was angry with them and wiped the whole earth with water because of fornication, drunkenness, partying about. Wickedness, the Bible says that, and the wickedness of man went to God, and God became very angry and said, I will wipe out man. It was there before Moses came. Now, when Moses came, Moses put them in his law, in the law that was given to him, and says, Thou shalt not commit adultery or fornication, and then all those things. But it was not Moses that brought it. So you can't say that now. Um, through the death of Jesus Christ, we are not um, in, in the days of Moses' law. So, I can, I can just go about fornicating. Can you say that? No, because it is not Moses that brought that issue. Amen. It's not, it's not Moses. It was there before even Moses was born. Stealing. Did it become a sin in the days of Moses? It was a sin before. From the garden. Don't touch what I asked you to. You went to touch it. Amen. So, Titan is like that. Lying. Did lying become a sin just in the days of Moses? No. Lying was a problem right from Genesis. From beginning of the world. Okay, where is your brother? Say that am I my brother's keeper? In other words, I don't know where he is. Lying was there. Killing was there. It was not Moses that came to say that shall not murder. Then it became a sin. 
it was a sin before Moses came. Now, tithing was a principle before Moses came, so it cannot end after Moses ended. Can I hear an amen? Just as lying did not end. Just as the law against fornication did not end. Just as the law against stealing did not end. Just as the law against murder did not end. The law for tithing did also not end. Can I hear an amen? Because it was a principle from the garden. Don't touch this fruit. This one is not for you. Uh, you can eat everything, but this one, leave it. It's a principle. It's a principle. And you cannot go against it and be financially prosperous in Christ. Can I hear an, an amen? Now, in the New Testament, people argue a lot that, oh, you know, there was no mention of tithe, or tithing was not really a big issue over there. Now, I'll show you something and I'll explain something to you. Let's go to the New Testament. So, I want to explain something fundamental to you concerning tithing in the New Testament and some one or two days before we are out of this place. Tithing in the New Testament. Are you ready? Number one, Jesus endorsed tithing. Together with other things the Pharisees neglected. Jesus endorsed tithing. Jesus confirmed that you should pay tithe. Together with other things that the Pharisees fought against. Or that the Pharisees were not doing. Matthew chapter 23 verse 23. Matthew chapter 23 verses 23. And I want you to change the version for me. Change the version for me. Now, I want us all to read together and I beg you that look at the language. If you want to understand, look at the language carefully. Are you ready? Let us read it. One go. It says, woe to you. That means that you are in trouble. Again, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. Hypocrites. Why? Why is Jesus calling them hypocrites? They were the, the Christian, or let me say, the followers of God in those days. The pastors and the priests. He says that hypocrites. Then, why is he calling them hypocrites? Look at it. He said, you, one go, everybody, let's read it, one go. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye tithe, mint and anise. Now, mint and anise are, they are like spices. So they are very small, 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 small. Okay? But these people, they try to pay tithe of, of the spice. Can you imagine when you take the rice? Eh, your bag of rice. And you are trying to pay tithe on your, on your bag of rice. How will you pay it? They were counting the grain. Yes. That's why Jesus was telling them that, hey, you should shame him. Like, like the chief person who said, you should shame him. You are able to calculate tithe of grain of rice. You see, <laughs> listen, oh, Jesus was talking about something. Jesus was condemning something. He was not talking against tithe. But he was talking about their hypocrisy. And he was giving an example that you are very, very good in paying tithe. You are even able to pay tithe of your anise and your, your mint and your cumin. These are spices. 
These are grains. These are small spots like you take Maggi cube, the, the white one. That Maggi used to be there. Or of late, I don't see them. Do, do the ladies still use them? The white one. I hear it's very, very dangerous. I hear it's very, very dangerous. But it's very sweet. That's what a lot of you like. And, and they, they calculate the tithe of it. They count it. One, two, three. Then they pick the tenth. Like we're doing here. One, two, three. Then they pick the tenth. In other words, they are trying to be faithful. You are saying, hey, yes. That is why Jesus says that if you are not a better Christian than the Pharisees, you are not going to heaven. Now, these are the Pharisees. They are level little. They are very serious with their tithe. Then, but everybody, listen to the language. Are you going on? Let's go on. For ye tight in your mains and anise and coming and have left undone the weightier matters of the law. Say the law. Over here, he's talking about the law of what? Moses. He was talking about the law of Moses. And in the laws of Moses, did you see that shall pay 10%? Hello, did you see that shall pay tight in the law of Moses? Yeah, so tithing is not about the law. Do, do you understand it? It's not in the commandment that we're giving you. It's in other commandments. But that 10 commandment you have been reading, is not there. Meanwhile, it was part of all the general laws. But it was there before. That's what I want you to understand. And Jesus was telling them that you guys, you are very, very hypocritical. You are even able to pay tithe of your mates, your anise, your coming. And you have left the weightier matters in the law, which are justice and mercy and faith. Say justice, mercy, and faith. Justice, you have left it. You are not, you are not, you are not working in faith like Abraham. Abraham paid tight, but he didn't pay it out of the law. He paid it out of what? Faith. Amen. So we don't pay tight because we are afraid. We pay tight because we believe in the teachings of tight. That tithing is, 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 is a way to show gratitude to God for the little he gave you so that he will give you more. That's faith. But if you pay tight because you are, you are afraid God will, will kill you. Now, 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 now you are creating the law. In fear. He said that you are good at paying tight. But you have left other things that you are also supposed to do. Which is faith. Which is mercy. Say mercy. That means that if you are a tighter, it doesn't mean that because you are tighter, you don't do good to people. Are you getting it? If you are a tighter, it does not mean that you don't, you don't help the poor. That is why last week I told you that we help the poor. Just that we don't use the tithe to help the poor. We use our other monies. Which are ours. The tithe is not my money. It's for God. So you use your other monies that are left with you to do the other charity thing. But these Pharisees, they were not doing any good to anybody. The only thing they were doing was to pay their tithe. So that people clap for them. Or so that they will please God. But they are forgotten that they have to also be kind to people. 
So after your tithe, you must be kind to people. Amen. Mercy. Being nice to one another. Showing kindness to one another. And then what? Justice. You will see them uh, 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 um, judging against people. People used to come to them with their issues. With their case. Like in this church. Maybe I pay tight very, very well. But when two members have issues, I look at the one who has money. And then I judge in the favor of the one who has money. This is what God is saying. This is what Jesus is saying. He didn't say that don't pay tight. But he's saying that after you are paying your tithe, you are a hypocrite because you are not doing something which is also important. Like justice. Like justice. Like being fair. Being fair to people. Amen. So in as much as tithing is important, we are supposed to also be fair to people. To, to, to be just. Not to steal. Not to take what is not ours. Not to lie against. To be fair. To be merciful. To be kind. These are matters that are captured in the law. And Jesus says that you pay tithe of your comings, your earnings, and all those things, and you have left the weightier matters of the law, which is justice, mercy, and faith. But these you ought to have done. Listen, he says these, what are the these? The mercy, the faith, the justice. These you ought to have, you ought to have done and not to have left the order undone. Amen. Amen. He says that these you have to do, not leaving the other one also, or the other one he spoke about. What, what was the first thing he spoke about? Tithes. He said that you are very good at paying your tithes. But one bad thing about you is that you are not, you are not just, when people come to you with their issue, you, you judge wrongly, you take sides, you are not merciful, and you don't walk in faith, you are walking in fear. Yeah, he says that these you are supposed to be doing, not abandoning the order. That is the first thing he mentioned, which is called what? Tight. In other words, Jesus never said that don't pay your tight, but rather walk in faith, mercy, and justice. That's not what Jesus said. It's brothel. It's English. Amen. How many of you understand it? So, we are supposed to pay our tithe. Jesus never condemned it. And the reason is because he supports it. And he himself is a tither. And he believes in tithing. Amen. Tithing in the New Testament. Number two. Jesus is compared to Melchizedek because he receives our tithes in heaven. Hebrews chapter 7. Now, we are still looking at Titan in the New Testament. That the, the New Testament cannot be against tithe. The reason is because the New Testament talks about Jesus. True or not true? And the works of Jesus, isn't it? Now, the New Testament compares Jesus to a certain priest called Melchizedek. Everybody say Melchizedek. Now, in the weeks past, I, I explained to you, or I, I spoke to you about Melchizedek. He's the one that Abraham met. The, the, the priest that Abraham first paid tithe to. Are you following me? He's the priest that Abraham first paid tithe in Genesis chapter 14. Go there. When Abraham went to war, 
like you going to work and he got profit and was blessed with a salary and got his blessing the bible says that he took 10 percent and sent it to a certain pastor in those days in genesis 14 whose name was called melchizedek can i hear an amen and the bible said that melchizedek received the tithe and blessed abraham gave him communion bread wine and the word of god prayer and blessings can i hear an amen now and the bible says that just and you see the description of melchizedek when you read hebrews the description of melchizedek is that he's a priest without a mother without a father nobody knows his mother nobody knows his father he just appeared and he just disappeared after wars and so it is believed by bible theologians that melchizedek was one of the appearances of christ in the old testament when you study something we call christophany in theology it will talk to you about the places in the bible that jesus appeared to do something and went back before he came in the new testament are you following me and melchizedek is one of the appearances of jesus in the old testament to do something to receive tithe and teach us the principle of tithing through Abraham. And then that was the end of the story. Nothing was written about him again. He disappeared. Now in the New Testament, Hebrews chapter 7, now go to Hebrews chapter 7. He started comparing, now look for me, is it from verse 1? When he started making the argument about Jesus and then, now he said for this, over here, you know, when, when you read the book of Hebrews, the book of Hebrew, the whole book of Hebrew, the argument is about comparing Jesus and other deities. So he compared Jesus with angels. And then he showed who is the boss. And he said that Jesus is God because God uh, told him that sit at my right hand, I will make your, 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 your enemies your fools. Then he explained that the angels are just ministering spirits that are sent. So they cannot be compared to Jesus because there are some sects. In, in the world, who say that Jesus Christ is an angel, angel Michael. Currently, I'm teaching that to those in the pastoral school. And one of, one of the cults, or one of the religions in the world, they have been going house to house to teach people that Jesus is angel Michael. It's, it's not true. So, the whole book of Hebrews, from chapter 1, there was an argument about Jesus against angels. That argument about Jesus, and then the Old Testament priests, like Aaron, and another thing. And then he told us that Jesus Christ is the highest priest because for him, he didn't use the blood of animals like Aaron and those people were using. He used his own blood and he is the priest forever. He sacrificed us once, but Aaron and those people, they had to be sacrificed every day, every time, because it was not powerful. So he was comparing. Everybody say comparing. And he got to chapter 7 and he was now comparing Jesus to, he was now telling them that if you want to know how Jesus is priesthood, how Jesus' priesthood is. If you want to compare it to anything in the Old Testament, it's not, it's not angels. It's not the, the priest. It is rather a man, a certain pastor that came called Melchizedek. And he started describing it. Now everyone, let us read it. I want everyone to read it. Okay, one go. He said, for this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the king or the war and blessed Abraham. 
to whom also Abraham gave ten parts, that is ten percent, that is the tithe of all. First be by interpretation, king of righteousness. The meaning of his name is king of righteousness. Now in the New Testament, who is king of righteousness? Who is prince of peace? But in the Old Testament, he had appeared to do some show, then he, then he disappeared. Are you following me? Now, he's still describing him. He said, and after that also king of Salem, Salem means peace, which is king of peace. Now, verse 3. Without a father and without a mother, without a descent, no generation, Oh, come on, talk to me. Who's your neighbor? No mother, no father. Any person who appeared, I'm a pastor. No mother, no father. You should know he's a spirit. Amen. Without father, without mother, I want to read with you because I know that the atmosphere is some way. <laughs> Tell somebody, are you under the weather? <laughs> Don't be under the weather. Let the weather be under you. Remember what I did with you. Listen, I want to teach you something because you have been hearing things out there. Oh, Titan is Old Testament. Oh, Titan, yeah, Jesus did not talk about Titan. Jesus was against Titan. I am trying to open your eyes for you to read the Bible yourself to see whether Jesus can be against Titan. Because you, Jesus, have been compared to a certain pastor in the Old Testament. And that pastor, the only work he did was to come and receive Titan and bless someone. Can you be against Titan? Read it. It says, Without one go, I want to hear from the back. One go, without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of days. <laughs> that means that he doesn't have a start, he doesn't have a finish. Who is in this whole universe? Who doesn't have a beginning? Who doesn't have an end? It's one person, it's called God. <laughs> one person. So this pastor who appeared. By the revelation that the Holy Spirit was not explaining to the writer of Hebrew. He was not describing as who that Melchizedek that Abraham paid title was. That he was not just a mere man. He was the man that doesn't have a start and doesn't have a finish. Just with Tim Hoda. Ancient of days. Uh, go on. He said that, hello, one go, one go, let's go on. But made like unto the Son of God. He has been made like unto the Son of God. The only thing you can compare Melchizedek to in those days, because they didn't know where he appeared from, is to compare him to the Son of God. Abided a priest forever or continually. That means that his priesthood is forever, like the way Jesus' priesthood. Bible says after today, Jesus is our high priest, is forever. And the writer of Hebrews is now comparing Jesus. Are you going to be for Jesus and to two uh, above all? No, no, no. no. Go to be for Jesus and to two um, other idols. Go to be for Jesus and to two um, priests that are software warriors. No, 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 no. Other Aaron, Moses, no, no. Never. You can only compare Jesus to one priest. That is, when he himself appeared in the Old Testament, and this is the description of that priest, you should know that it is only he who has this description. Only Jesus has this qualification. Now he said, now consider how great this man was unto whom even the patriarch Abraham gave the tenth 10% to this Melchizedek. Imagine how great he was. Go on. And verily, 
they that are of the sons of Levi, who receive the office of priesthood, have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law that is of their brethren, though they come out of the loins of Abraham. And he's explaining that in the same way that Melchizedek took tithe from Abraham, God has given pastors, Levites. In today, Levites, they are called pastors. I am a Levite. I'm a pastor. He has given the pastors a commandment that they should take tithes from the other children of Paul, the other children of Abraham. Hallelujah. That is why we take tithes here. It's because God has given that command. I will not take it. Now, this is New Testament. Am I reading Old Testament? Go. Quick, quick. Verse 6. But he whose descent, whose generation is not counted from them, received tithes of Abraham and blessed him that had the promises. Talking about Melchizedek, he received tithes from Abraham and blessed him. So where you pay tithes is when you, you receive your blessing. Go. Let's be quick, please. And without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. So, Melchizedek higher than Abraham. That is why you cannot compare Jesus to Abraham. So, he was arguing, the writer of Hebrew was arguing that don't make the mistake comparing Jesus to all oh, this, your Abraham and your Moses and those things. Because the less is led by the greater. And this Jesus we are talking about is the Melchizedek that appeared, God that appeared. And he blessed Abraham, your father. So, don't even compare him to Jesus. He was making an argument, and I'm just taking you through. Are you enjoying it so far? Go up. Now, verse 8. He said, and here, everybody say here. Here Here on earth. Say here on earth. That is what you and I are. Here on earth, something is is happening, according to New Testament. One go. Everybody read. I want to hear you. One go. Change your version. Change your version. Let's see how you, you put it. For someone to understand without me explaining. He said, in the one case, men who will die receive tithes. Uh, I, am, I, am, I am your pastor. One day I will die. Hmm? One day I will die. But I've been given commandment to receive tithes from you. So if somebody said that you go and give your money to your pastor, it's in the Bible that go and give tithe to the pastor. You go and, go and give it to offer. If somebody tells you that I'm not my the scripture says that here we need to move energy tithe. I need God's instruction to the Levite is to receive tithe. If you don't understand it, then you don't understand the New Testament. Then you don't understand the New Testament. That is why we receive tithe in this church. Because here, Pastor Prince, who dies, is the one who will receive the tithe. No angel will come and receive it. Melchizedek will not come here today. It is Pastor Prince, that a new priest is here. But me, I die. Melchizedek doesn't die. But me, I die. <laughs> Tell somebody, angels will not come for your tithe. It is Pastor Prince. Tell me it's Pastor Prince. He's the one you're supposed to pay. If you don't understand, go and change the Bible. Join another church. 
Or join another religion. Because every church will use the Bible to join another religion. You are listening to people who every month, every month, they go and make sacrifices to their occult. And yet they don't tell you. And they are TV presenters. And they are newscasters. And they are big men. And they are making arguments. And they are insulting you that you bring money to your pastor. They are going to make sacrifices to their deities. When you are sleeping, they went to do it. Where you also come for blessing. Where you also come for covering. They are telling you that don't take tight there. Because they are going to give it to a man. But they also send it to their mala. And they are telling you that don't come to church. Where the pastor will call for tight. Don't come and give. And, and you have accepted what they are saying. And that is why they are getting richer. And some of us are getting poorer. Because they are doing what they must do to get it. And we are not doing what we must do in our kingdom. They have told us that we are fools. And we have accepted it. And we are trying to please them. And when we are asleep. They naked themselves. And start doing what they know. And we don't tell them that they are fools. We hear them arguing on, on radio station. And they can give your money to them. And, 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 and they are your celebrities. Yeah, the meanwhile, you are not ready to also sacrifice what they are sacrificing. You are not ready. Are you following what I'm saying? Listen to me. I will not lie to you that God, God comes on the altar to come and receive your offering. The Bible said that here, which people receive the tithe. Men that die. I'm not ashamed to tell you that I receive tithe here. When, when you can you see wings behind you? Am I, am, I, am, I, am I flying? I'm not an angel. I'm a human being. I'm a human being. You see, sometimes, eh, sometimes, sit down, sit down, sit down. You see, sometimes, eh, we push, we push pastors to a very tight corner that it's like we are ashamed to stand for what Bible wants us to stand for. It's like, we have, to, we have to say something mysterious about the thing before people, no, 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 I am not ashamed to tell you that I receive tight. The Bible says I should receive tight here, so I receive tight. I receive tight. Even today, I will call for tight to come. I receive tight. I receive tight. I don't waste your tight, but I receive your tight. I must receive it. Not another person. I am the priest here. I receive the tithe. That's why I receive it. I don't let other people receive the tithe. I receive it myself. But I am representing him who doesn't die. Over here. So I have been commanded as the Levite to receive tithe. On his behalf. Now let's, let's read it well. He said, and here, men that die receives tithe. But then, he receives them of whom it is witness that he lives forever. You see, we present the tithe here physically, but it is accepted in heaven. He says that here on earth, it is men who die who will stand to receive the tithe. But there, everybody say there. There is another place 
You see us doing everything here, but there's another place. Tell somebody, there's another place your money goes to. There's another place that your money is going to, even though this is the airport, this is where you come to drop it. You can, you can, you can just walk into any DHL office. Just walk into a DHL office and maybe you are holding a phone in your hands and you want to give the phone to someone far away northern region. You don't need to throw the phone through the air to northern region. Do you do that? All you do is to drop it at either DHL or EMX or those kind of courier services. Drop it there. Some of you even take it to the bus terminal. Like VIP, uh, lounge and then other places. Or STC. They are a package unit. Then you go and drop it there. They take your details. They register you. Write your name. That you are presented so, so and so. Then they tell you in the next 24 hours it will arrive in another place. Say there. So here in Accra you deliver it. There in Tamale it is received. Now that is what is explaining here. That here men who die that means men with blood receives your tithe and we are not apologetic about it. We will not say sorry about it. We will not hide the fact that it is a human being that is receiving your tithe. When did you step there? But you go and then drop it and you believe it is going to US. Bible says that here, men who died received it. But then, he receives them. So, Jesus receives them even though we present them here to men whom he has instructed, commanded that they should receive the tithe. But over there it is received. Of whom it is witnessed that he lives forever. Can I hear an amen? amen. Can I hear an amen? amen? Give me verse 9. Then I will close my case here. And as I may so say, Levi also whom receives tithe, paid tithes in Abraham. Do you understand? That is the principle. That is why even I, the pastor, I pay tithe. Because even we, the pastors, must pay tithes. Do you understand? I said that you are a pastor, so you will be a good preacher, but you will be very poor. Because you are not practicing the covenant. So, Levi himself tightened in a mechanism that God instituted. Amen. That is what tight is very, very important. Can I hear an amen? amen. Clap your two hands if you understand. Have I explained something to you? So, if Jesus' priesthood is compared to Melchizedek, now, if I say that, if you see somebody playing football and the person is from Kokoase, Kokoase in Ghana, and yet they are calling the person Messi, 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 what comes into your head? It means that the person's style of play is likely to 
mercy. <laughs> that means that don't expect that the person will be in the box heading goals. That mercy head goals. Mercy barely heads goals. He's short. Short my how will he jump ahead? Rarely will you see that there's a cross that mercy has gone to head back. His style is different. His style is splitting defense. Single-handedly displacing players. That's his style. So when I look at someone and say that Messi, you are from Odoko, then we are calling you zero. Immediately something comes into our mind. That your style is not dribbling in the center. You will be a fast runner. You will be heading. You will be crossing. You will be breaking into. That is it. Maybe couple your celebration is what? Zero. Yes. Because they have given you a certain name. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when they tell you that Jesus Christ is compared to Melchizedek, what are they telling you? That means that he does the things Melchizedek does. So he, he does the things that Melchizedek was doing. The popular thing we knew about Melchizedek in the whole Bible is that he received tithes from Abraham. So how can Jesus in the New Testament condemn tithes if his kind of pastorship is compared to Melchizedek? It will not work. I rest my case. So the New Testament is not against Titan. Titan was there before the Lord came. And Titan continues in the New Testament. Is somebody blessed? Are you sure you understand it now? I, I will not be in your office to answer for you. I will not be in the lorry where you are sitting. When you are going to work, when the argument is going on, I will not be there. I will either be in my office or be in my house. You have to answer. You have to defend your Bible. So if I'm teaching you and you are sleeping, or I'm teaching you and you are not following, that is when other religious groups or other people who may not believe in your Bible may say something, question you, and you can't defend God. You can't defend God. Those days when I was doing fellowship, one of the key young guys I trained, those days, he, he was very young in his GHS. About. So he used to dodge, 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 dodge. Then after he completed GHS, he started becoming a little serious. Then oh, he went to argue with a certain Muslim imam. <laughs> the, the man confused his theology the first step to salvation I taught him was not enough <laughs> later we were not seeing this boy again we started asking him <laughs> I don't realize he was in Jalabia he was going to the box then he met one of our, our guys he said ah Daddy has been looking for you. Then he told them, go and tell daddy that now I have seen the light. <laughs> may you not go and see a strange light. Oh. Tell somebody, may you not see a strange light. <laughs> so when we are teaching you, let us teach you. The, the, the church is supposed to be a place you come to learn about God. Later on, he realized that they had deceived him. He came back. 
and he was well taught. So don't behave like, oh, when we come to church, we just want to receive. I am taking my time. I just said, tight, pay your time, pay your time. But I'm trying to, every week, I'm trying to, to explain something to you. I like to, to explain. I know, I'm, I'm the type that I don't like giving instructions without explanation. Before I would tell my child, I don't do this. As young as she is, I try to explain. When you do this, Jesus will not like it. When you do this, Jesus will be angry. Jesus will kill you. When you do this, you will get her. I, she may not understand, but I'm trying to say something. Because if you tell her, hey, stop it. <laughs> what, what is stop it? She will wait. When you go, she will go and do it. Because you didn't tell her what to happen to her. And that is the problem of African parenthood. We only give instructions. We don't talk to the children like human beings. So when they go outside, say that, hey, they said that premarital sex is not good. Teenage children is not good. Why? Why, why is he not good? I don't know. <laughs> My father said that day you catch me with a boy, you eat me. There's, you've not explained any risk. Then the friend will say, Sure, you don't know. You don't know what you are missing. <laughs> but at that time, they finish with your child. Clap your two hands for the Lord. <laughs> now, listen to me. Who qualifies to pay tight? Do you know that there are people who think that the promise you meet you meet me tight? That they have not been baptized, don't pay tight. <laughs> Some people say that uh, I don't work, so I can't pay tight. Me you to tight. Uh, there are different, different, different groups. Some people even say that uh, they have not. Um, how do we call it? Uh, done confirmation. So, you have to do to confirmation, then you start paying tight. Wow! Where did Abraham do confirmation? When we read in Genesis 14, when Abraham paid tight, did he first go baptized? There was nothing called baptism there. There was nothing called confirmation. In fact, there was nothing called being born again there. Abraham was just following God. And he went to war. And he bought a lot of properties. And he decided to divide and give 10% to say thank you to God as a tithe. That is what started tithe. And Bible says that we should learn after Abraham. So tithing is not for workers. Tell somebody that tithing is not for workers. I started paying tithe when I wasn't a worker. I was just a student. Who pays tithe? Let's read the Bible. Numbers 18. Verse 26. Numbers 18, 26. Why the chair tight? Numbers 18, verse 26. And why not also chair tight? Numbers 18, 26. Therefore, speak unto the Levites. And I've told you who the Levites are. They are the pastors and the workers of the church today. Speak unto the Levites and say unto them, When you take of the children, when you take of the children of Israel the tithes which I have given you from them for your inheritance, then you shall offer up a heave offering of it to the Lord, even a tenth part of the tithe. Amen. Oh, amen. Now he says, 
which people should pay the tithe? Children of Israel. Now, that was in those days, because God was only dealing with the children of Israel. Today, every blessing Jesus told them, we are claiming it here. And God is blessing us. And we have also received the Holy Spirit. Now, the Bible says that through Jesus Christ, we have all become the children of Abraham. Let's read that. Romans 4.12. The Bible says that, And the father of circumcision, who is Abraham, to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had been yet uncircumcised. So the Bible says that, But, we have also become spiritual Israelites because we have accepted Jesus Christ who is a descent of Abraham. And through him, now all Christians are now under Abraham. That is why we call Abraham our father. Amen. So now, according to the scripture, which people pay tight? It is all who are Abraham's what? Children. Like our father. Like father-like children. And so, if you are a child of God here, then you are a descent of Abraham by faith. Not because you are a Jew, but because you are a Christian. And so, through Jesus Christ, you have now become a descent or a descendant of Abraham, a child of Abraham. So, it is not about those who work. So, a child of Abraham who doesn't work is still a child of Abraham. A child of Abraham who works is still a child of Abraham. A child of Abraham who goes to school is still a child of Abraham. A child of Abraham who is uneducated is still a child of Abraham. So it doesn't matter who you are. As long as you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you must pay your tithe. Can I hear an amen? amen? And it is for every income earning child of God. Write it down. It's for every income earning child of God. You earn income through salary or you earn income through gifts or you earn income through money that were given to you. Chese, now me be biya sike biba wun same no. I was say woman yanko ponit ye, I have any tight. Se uye chuma na unya yo. Se obi the chair wo. Se uko skumye ma o se febidiyo. E ye sika awe nya o debo obra. Nya open out this kanye. So it is an income for you. And you must pay tight out of it. 10% out of it. So it is not just your salary. I told you last week, that's one of the reasons why some people don't get blessed. Because they only pay tight on their salary. And the other tips they get, they don't pay tight on it. So they, they, they are not keeping it well. I've already taught you where to pay the tithe, isn't it? Where? Where to go and pay it, isn't it? Oh, isn't it? Where do we pay the tithe? In the church. Malachi 3.10 says, bring all the tithe to the storehouse where there will be food in my house. That means God's house. And you and I agree that when we are looking for God, we don't go to the prisons to go and look for God. Yeah, you shine and go for your co prison question. Yeah, you shine and go for orphanage in Yako. Yeah, you shine and go for hospital in Yako. Traffic lights now say, baby, people are going to go on a question. I mean, so these are not the places we take the tithe. The tithe must be brought to his 
house so that there will be food in his house. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Now, I've also told you right now who you pay the tithes to. So all tithes are paid to God. But pastors receive them here on earth as it is received in heaven spiritually. I've explained that to you. Hebrews 7 verse 8. Here men who die receive. But over there he who lives forever receives. Can I hear an amen? In Malachi 3 verse 8. When they were not paying tithe. God came and said. Can a man rob God? That means that you are not robbing the church. You are robbing God. Tell somebody about you. You are robbing God. If you don't pay tithe, you are robbing God. You are in the church. You call this place your church. Yet when we open tithe records, your name is not in it. I don't know, I get shocked when I look at tithe records. There are some particular people in this church that I get shocked that your name is not in the tithe record. I get shocked. That you don't pay tithe. Wow. That is a serious thing. That means that you would have been richer than you are if you were paying tight. That means that you would have been greater than you are if you were paying tight. Because you can't break scriptures. That means you are losing a lot. Yes, that you don't know. Tell somebody by you, start paying your tight. It's a principle. Start paying your tight. It's a principle. So you don't pay your tithe actually to the pastor. Just that he's the one who will receive it here on earth. And then because it will be used for the work of God. Listen, the tithe is used for the work of God. It is the tithe that is used for the work of God. It's not like they carry the tithe and they send all the tithe to the pastor's house. No, no. Maybe other churches. But I don't know. All the good churches I know that I follow. No pastor takes tithe away. No. Even though tithe is brought to the priest. But it is not meant just for the priest to spend it. And not use it for the church work. It is supposed to be used for church work. Can I hear an amen? And so all full time workers, Levites, in the church are being paid with a tax. I hear it. Now, let me, let me explain something to you. In the Old Testament, the Levites, they produce pastors, they produce um, people who do the holy work, like instrumentalists. Listen. They produce musicians. When you put that whole group together, they are called Levites. Say Levites. Yep. That, that means that those who do church work, sanctuary keepers, cleaning. In those days, you are a normal person, you can't enter to the church, you will die. You can't. Unless you are Levite. That is why Miriam was the one who was playing the tambourine. Because she's the sister of Aaron, the Levites. They play the instruments. They clean the church. They take care of the church. 
they work. And God told them that. And when God was dividing the farm, God didn't give them a farm. God didn't give them a farm. And God said that because the children of Israel, they were worshipping every day. And every house must have a, 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 a priest and a, a worship. So they, they should not be, be given any farm. So they were not given any farm. So what the Levites, especially the priests, is that every day they have to be at the temple. The worshippers, every day they were there. That is what we call full time. Say full time. And so because they were not having farms, jobs of their own, and all they do from morning to night is the work of God, God says that bring the tithe so that out of the tithe they can also be paid. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But now, if you are a pastor who doesn't serve in the church from morning to night, you are not a full-time pastor. You have your own farm. That means the church must not pay you. Because you are getting your own word, money from somewhere else. You don't work fully for the church. Are you hearing what I'm saying? In the same way, if you're an instrumentalist and you don't work for the church for morning, because there are instruments that I know big churches that I go to, they have morning services, afternoon, French church, this, that. And so every day by the time you go, instrumentalists are there. They are having rehearsals, different things. They are doing different things. Some of them, when I even entered into my spiritual father, the, 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 the bishop's office, when I entered there, some of them, they, they were doing recording. They were editing. Some of them are secretaries. Some of them are, are accountants. Some of them are... They, I saw them in the offices. Then I realized, uh, why every day they are in church? I saw that they work for the church for morning. They report in their time. Then when it's time for church service, you see them behind the instruments playing. So if the church is paying them, it pays them because, not just because of the instrument they played, but it's paying them because they work fully for the church. You understand? Now, that's the difference between a lay instrumentalist, a lay chorister. If you say, oh, it's not wrong. A time will come, we'll be paying musicians in, in this church. A time will come. A time will, be, will, will come. Because I've been to these big churches I'm talking about, one typical like ICGC, Christ Temple. And, and I saw that and I, observed, and I asked questions and I realized that these people, they are full-time musicians. Some of them are even reverend ministers. They work there from morning. And now some of them are in straight care. Some of them have now planted churches. When you go to Perez like this, their key music leader is Reverend David, a friend of mine. He works for the church from morning. They do other jobs, not just singing. So that they will not be stopped by their companies. They have been employed by the church and they are working there. Now when you come to this church, we have only two full-time people. It is myself and Pastor Solomon. We are the only two, two full-time workers. It used to be only myself. So he came back from school recently. The reason is because the work is not much over here. And I was adjusting with a lot of things. But now the work has grown to a level where I need a helping hand. So he was now employed. So when you come here, the work that he does is not just about being a pastor. So at the interview, he was asked a lot of questions. I wasn't even on the interview panel. Can you do this work? Can you do? You have to be typing. You have to be going to the bank. You have to be working as 
a, a finance person, you have to be you know, working on messages and then uploading things on social media because you are the only full-time office assistant. So the work he does is not about preaching. He goes to preach just in the evening like every other person exclusive from their Ghana commercial bank. So one day, I saw how he was looking uh, the chief person would say, Musa. Then I called him to the office and I said, are you disappointed? Did you think that when we employ you here, when, when we come to the office, we pray, ah, hiya, hiya, I say, yeah, I'm a pastor. I said, no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. When I come here, I do office work. Eh? What you are doing, I used to do all by myself. So can, can you imagine the sacrifice I've done all these years? Now this morning, I'm doing, we that. Now that's how. Every day, he has not finished the work. Then he has to rush and then go to. So it looks like he's not ready. I told him, now let me tell you. Your personal preparation, do it through the night. Because when you come here, you are going to do physical work, no spiritual work. Physical work is office work. <laughs> Amen. This guy, when he completed JHS, he has been coming to work in the office. You will see him dressed up and down. And he has come and said, Dad, I, I've come. Can you give me work? You will come and meet him. He will be typing. Typing things. Doing photocopy. Binding. Going to get this. Bring this. Uh-huh. Before, so when we say you are full time in the church, it's not like you're sorry. I are deaf here. And my sister, I'm going to buy a Boom, bang, bang, bang. Now that's the film. I'm going to share about you. Yeah, but. So by the time pastor will come on, I'm going to die now. I'm going to say, Please go. Then I saw for the only a quite a fool. We work from morning, like we don't rest. <laughs> we don't rest. We don't rest. We have no resting time. We we work more than you work. <laughs> yes. When the other is ask me a question. All those of you who have been going to the media. Check the corner there. There is a certain uh, 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 A4 sheet pasted on top of the mixer on the board. You will see his daily work. He forgets, so now he has typed all. So when he comes back, he's checking because if he misses one, he's in trouble. We'll put pastor aside, give it to him. <laughs> Tell him the next time you do that, I'll fire you. You can't work here with me and behave like that. You are not my son. Yeah, you are not my son. You are a worker. When we meet on Sunday, you are my son. I don't joke with my work. <laughs> Amen. See? So now, if church is giving him allowance, church is not giving him allowance because he's a pastor. Pastor Echol doesn't work here full time. He's a lay pastor. He closes from his IT work and goes to preach. So he's not paid. He's a Levite, but doesn't work fully for the church. Pastor Enoch, see? All the pastors we have, pastor. Calling, same, all of them. Pastor Jonah, everybody works somewhere in Christ. Musicians, they are all lame. Do, do you work for the church for morning? So if you say we should pay you, you are being insensitive. For that uh, 30 minutes praise and worship you, you did. Yeah, you are being insensitive. But like I said, a time will come. A time will come. When church will full-time musicians, full-time instrumentalists, full-time, because the work will demand that you be here morning, 
will be here evening. We are having morning miracle service, having evening this program upon program. Your pastor is traveling from one town to another town, hosting crusades, doing things. And I need my own band. I need my own workers. We'll be traveling. Those people, they will be taken care of. Their children will be taken care of. They will be giving houses, cars. They will be living good life because they are Levites. Your tithes will take care of them. So when I go to my spiritual father, you see that I see branch pastors, I see other church workers like music leaders who are full-time people there, and I see some of them in four by four big big class and they work for the church fully. It's not like they, they go for another job. So that time will come. Tell somebody that time will come. But the time is not now. That time will come. So now we are lay people that are do the lay work. So the time is used to take care of the church. It is used for projects. Listen to me. It is the major source of funding for the church work. Some of you think that it is the sacrifice. The tithe is the main source. If everybody in this church is paying tithe, there wouldn't have been any need for fundraising. There wouldn't have been any need for fundraising. But the reason is because you, I can't just go it, It's a private issue, so I can't do that. But you will see, you will be shocked that the one seated by you doesn't pay tight. <laughs> you will be shocked. You will be shocked that the one by you with that expensive hair, her tight is five Ghana cities, five cities, and you calculate how she got this hair and this makeup. And her tight is. You realize that that brother that does himself like he's all special, all powerful, all rich, he doesn't pay tight. He doesn't. He doesn't pay tight. <laughs> and that is why the church doesn't have money. And churches have to so let me tell you, one of the purposes of tight, one of the purposes of tight is for the helping of the poor. Say the poor. And so today, the worldly people say, eh, and the church doesn't help. And the church doesn't help. And the church doesn't help. How many of you pay tight? How many of you pay so that the church can have enough? Now you see electricity bill free more. Calculate how many of my offering can pay only the electricity. <laughs> Other things have not come. Only the electricity. Rent has not come. Rent has not come. Change the maintenance today. This one is for tomorrow. This one is for this instrument. Hey, da, da, da. Huh? after today, I'm waiting for my drama to bring a list. He's still compiling to me. I'm pushing me. Say, list that maybe that's the secret of a book. I'm still waiting. The, the list will come. The amount of things we have to change, buy, and all that out of this same money. At least Mr. Lotte and those people are there. They are there. The finance people, they can tell you. Sometimes they get tired of counting one one city. They get tired. They count hard and they are tired. <laughs> hey, you know, you, hey, hey, when you come and the place is packed, and the place is packed, calculate the two two cities and the five five cities. Put it together, and then see that the pain and the bit of to go near back. The pain and the bit of and you see flowers. They see hard today and sign. And let's say, I didn't have any in this room. I didn't have any in this room. 
July, we have to be able to pay the second installment for the men's homeland. It will only take God. But I move by faith, not by sight. Amen. And so in Katai dear, enter into people's churches. You will not see instruments like this, expensive things. Ah, my pastor friends, when, when they come around, they say, hey, how did you get God? When they look at the members, there are no members who should be able to buy. I've let it actually mention prices of the things. So some of us don't come and steal it. So I've stopped mentioning. <laughs> yeah, recently they have been stealing some church equipment. So I've stopped mentioning prices. Like it will shock you the things you see around. Amen. Say Titan. Titan is out, is out of that money that somebody can have an emergency and then the church can say that, ah, you want to know, you are born in the operation. It's in Titan, it's back. Give it to me to be a baby. After today, we are still helping people. Even though the tithe is not coming. We are still helping people. As I'm talking to you now, there is another child who has been scheduled for operation and I've told them they should just go and ask when they come. The church will see what they can do to, to help them. These are not things that we talk about. Nobody knows. There are children here who are learning work. There are people in school, they keep calling me, have to be sending money. School fees. Here be a school for four cars. We have a cry. And then crack a cake. And then crack a cake. We are helping. We are supporting. We are paying. Mm-hmm. We are paying. Not, not, not just here. Just men's home church. Gabenia started here. But already, my man confirmed you know, I'm two exams. school. School dropout. school. What do we used to do those things? Tight. Tight now. We won't That's a funny major. I was sorry to Chinem Puebia. Get me a day. But the problem is say, tight no Emma. It's young man. How do the church? Then you sit out there. Then you criticize. Eh? In COVID nineteen, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm sorry, church, 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 I'm saying, I'm church, i am church church i am church i am church Told me that the husband has been rushed to the hospital, blah 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 blah, and all that, and operation. And I checked myself, there was no money. I said, I'll make some calls. I made some calls. I couldn't get money from anybody. So what did I do? The little I had, I said, Come. And she came and I gave it to her. I know it cannot do the operation. But it's open to Janima on any map. I said, In Kasoinichia tight here, you got this KB Bedow. I gave it to my Afa. So if you are criticizing tight, think about the poor. You do understand, but there are many people who the church had to help. That is why tight in the Kayuchia. You can say spiritual blessings. Kasai spiritual blessings. School dropouts can go to school. Kasai spiritual blessings. The poor, the widows. Yeah, they said that tightening it for poor and widows. I'm telling you how it was done in the old testament. They take it to the temple and they keep the food and everything there. And when a stranger comes to town, no need to be other. They see and then it's a book called Dao. 
ye di bi ejani wo ni amanidi tu hu o bible mu asana no mu ye but who jai kia because Pentecost in May. In tomatoes are tomatoes. In Nama, in Nam. The teacher, the teacher, the teacher, the teacher, But we are not living in those times again. Even the times where nobody pays tight, nobody buys. What was the last time you have ever said that? Uh, I, I, I bought tomatoes, me they call me see how. So I'm trying to make you understand that things have changed. So when you read the Bible, you are comparing today's church. That today's church should be able to do exactly what they were doing. You should understand that you have killed what they were doing. And that is why today's church are not capacitated enough to be able to do what they are supposed to do. Even in all this, we still help. During the COVID-19, we, we, we selected mothers in this church who we know that in we know are single mothers. We selected them and we gave them money we gave all of them. And some of them are here right now. <laughs> we gave them. We made a list. I remember. You throw a list, you know. You throw a list. Because we are called lockdown. And we are thinking about what you eat. And we, we say, these are the things that if the church has tight, the church can be doing. Can I hear an amen? amen. Clap your two hands for the Lord. Rise up to your feet. Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died, that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 0543 248. 982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.